0: San Jose Sharks Radio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski
1: From SAP Center at San Jose, it's the Sharks and the Minnesota Wild in a rather critical contest in the current Sharks homestand. The Sharks and the Wild are both tied for 6th place in the Honda West Division with 16 points, and they're only 1 point out of the final playoff spot currently held by the Los Angeles Kings. When we come back, we will revisit the last game that the Sharks played in St. Louis, an important building block for the current homestand. That's next on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.
0: The future of Carbine is here. Hey, it's Shondell Grant of the DGDG Mazda Stores. Capital Mazda, Oaktree Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. And I'm proud to present No-Brainer Checkout. Shop online, buy online. Get loan pre-approval. Customize your payments from start to finish. The entire car buying process is all online. No-Brainer Checkout, exclusively from the Bay Area DGDG Mazda Stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo.
1: It's going to break away. He's moving and He shoots. He scores. It's everything Sharks hockey in one place. Brent Burns on a power play goal. It's the Sharks Audio Network, a 24-7 streaming audio platform dedicated to Sharks hockey and the destination to listen to Sharks games. You can find the Sharks Audio Network on the Sharks plus SAP Center app. Download the app today to listen to Sharks hockey plus unique Sharks content all day long on the Sharks Audio Network. Termites, rodents,
0: and other pests never rest. Luckily, neither does Planet Orange. Think you may have a pest problem? Call 1-800-7-ORANGE for a free termite inspection or general pest consultation from our licensed professionals. Planet Orange is an innovator in effective, eco-friendly pest control methods. They'll customize each program for your needs using the most eco-friendly solution available. So don't wait. Call 1-800-7-ORANGE. That's 1-800-767-2643. Or go to planetorange.com and get started today. Planet Orange. Orange, you glad you called?
1: Sharks 5, Blues 4, regulation time, a victory for Devin Dubnik, his first in a Sharks uniform, and San Jose, a very hard-earned win. It's time now for the Sharks' instant replay of all of the action in the game. From the moment of the opening faceoff, the top line of Evander Kane, Logan Couture, and Kevin LeBanc was on it, and they were on it way better than anybody else was on the ice. 7.24 into the first period, Evander Kane got the puck on the stick in front of the net, and it was 1-0. The Sharks now put Couture's line on the ice. As they've got Couture, here he is to Kane. Shoot, score! A bouncing play in the corner, and Evander Kane lets the shot rip from the right wing circle. Sharks one, blues nothing. Great goal by Kane. The assist was awarded to Kevin LeBanc on that bouncer in the corner. LeBanc would get another big assist, too, coming up just a little bit later. At 10 minutes and 10 seconds of the first period, Logan Couture, the beneficiary of Banker's steal from the goaltender, Binnington. Marco Scandell is back in the Sharks and in deep as a defenseman. Got knocked away from him by Ferraro. Passed out by Burns off Kane and it goes straight toward the goal. He'll be stopped there by Binnington right side of his net. Kept it away from Kane but it's fed in front. Couture scores! Kevin LeBanc a brilliant pass after Binnington lost the puck and Couture makes it 2-0 Sharks. On that goal, Evander Kane probably deserved an assist because of the pressure that he put on goaltender Jordan Binnington. But Binnington hurrying the play along the boards, had it stolen by LeBanc. Kevin LeBanc sensing the opportunity with Couture in front fed a perfect pass right on the tape. No chance for Binnington back in the goal and Couture's eighth of the season made it 2-0 Sharks, and things were looking mighty good for San Jose at the end of the first period with that lead.
0: Yeah, just a, a really good play by LeBanc, uh, a bang-bang play. Finds Couture going to the net hard, and like you said, that whole play uh, just developed from Evander Kane's speed on the four-check, uh, forcing Bennington to make the play around the boards. And so, 2 nothing Sharks, so
1: far so good at the end of the first period. They outshot the Blues 10-9. But St. Louis in the second period turned the tables as a number of teams, including St. Louis, have done to the Sharks this season. Way, way back a month ago, the Sharks had a 2 nothing lead in St. Louis, and the Blues would just dominate the rest of the way and end up winning by the score of 5-4 to with Devin Dubnik in the Nets. It was looking at the end of the second period as if that might actually happen again, and here's why. But it was a slightly different circumstance that led to it. Rudolph's Balsers, looking really solid on a line with Tomas Hurdle and Timo Meyer, wound up with a goal at 3:48 of the second period to make it 3 nothing San Jose. Off the faceoff, the Sharks grab it, they center, they score! The puck dropped quickly and Rudolph's balsers was wide open. It's fed in the corner and it's 3-0 Sharks. A brilliant faceoff win by Tomas Hurdle. and the Sharks were able to poke it home. Actually, it was Timo Meyer that poked it forward. Hurdle did get thrown out of the circle, and Hurdle was the one who got the puck in the corner, fired it out in front. Rudolph's balsers, his first of two on the night, at 3.48 of the second period, made it 3-0 Sharks. Hurdle and Meyer got assists on the play. But then the Blues got on the board. At 4.45, Braden Shen scored his fourth goal against San Jose this year, his ninth of the season, assisted by Jordan Cairo and Mike Hoffman. And so it was 3-1, to and the Blues had a little bit of life. But then, Patrick Marno, after getting denied in a golden opportunity, fanning on the puck in a chance in front, got a second opportunity at 8-18. Probably was looking up just a little bit. As now it's in front of the net. Marno shoots. He scores. Patrick Marno gets his first goal of the season. And the Sharks make it 4 to one Quick play there as Patrick Marleau missed the first chance. I was explaining that. Then he got it in front again. A great pass from Evander Kane, and it was 4-1, Marleau's first of the year, and first road goal since November of last year. That's November of 2019, really, last season at Los Angeles. 39 road games ago for Patrick Marleau and 18 Sharks road games ago. Marleau scoring on the road. He needs one goal to tie Joe Neuendijk and Matt Sundin for 23rd all-time on the NHL list. And it was great to see Patrick Marlowe get his first one because you know there's going to be more in there. But true to their character, the St. Louis Blues were not going to go away. And in fact, only 19 seconds later, it would be a goal by Zach Sanford tipping one in front. He tipped it relatively high, but it was underneath the crossbar on a shot by Tory Krug. Krug and Braden Shen got the assist, and all of a sudden it was 4-2. to Then Mario Ferraro got in a little bit of trouble inside the defensive zone at 1530 when there was a delayed penalty against the Sharks because he actually played the puck after losing his helmet in a collision in the corner. Now, we weren't able to quite see that, but the referee had his hand in the air for that penalty, and Ferraro realized what he did. He immediately made a beeline for the bench. Problem is, it's the long change period, second period. You're a defenseman. The puck's in your own zone. The instinct was to stay in there and make the play, realizing that the rules would give him a penalty. He was already guilty of it, but he tried to get to the bench. Mark Edward Vlasic jumped over, and by that time, the puck was in the back of the net. It was Ryan O'Reilly's goal on that one, assisted by Hoffman and Dunn at 1530. Just an unfortunate circumstance there for Uh, the Sharks' Mario Ferraro, as O'Reilly picked up his sixth goal of the season, and all of a sudden it was a game. It was the Sharks' four and the Blues' three. And St. Louis wasn't done yet. With a minute 19 left in the period, a real thorn in the Sharks' side at times in this series this year, Jordan Cairo, would tie it up. Kane shoots from the right wing circle but it'll be stopped pretty easily by Bennington and it's knocked away and cleared by St. Louis. And now the Blues threatening. Kyrou moves and shoots. Score! Down the left wing side Jordan Kyrou ties the game and suddenly the Sharks great lead that they had. Three to nothing has totally evaporated and the Blues true to form have fought back to tie the score on this goal by Jordan Kyrou with a minute and 19 seconds left in the second. Well, that is as maddening as it gets in the game of hockey. You worked so hard to get a 4-1 to lead. You were up 3 nothing in the game. And everything seemed that it was still controllable when it was 4-2. to But then on that weird penalty, the delayed penalty call against Ferraro, and then the goal by O'Reilly and this one by Cairo, it was 4-4 at the end of the second period. And another four goal against second period for the Sharks. A very frustrating 20 minutes. But this time, it didn't go the other way as it did a month ago in the St. Louis game. In that game a month ago, the Sharks had a 2-0 lead and lost 5-4 in regulation to the Blues, with Devin Dubnik uh, watching a great lead evaporate. Here, he got his win, and the Sharks would get the goal that they needed, and as it turned out, Captain Logan Couture is gonna get credit for the game-winning play. Ferraro pinches in from the point, keeps it in play. He was double-teamed there. Now Meyer came over. Ferraro's back on the point, got the pass. Exchanges with Burns, Ferraro shoots, a bouncer wide, rebound Couture, score! That tipped! Logan Couture shot the puck, and it trickled in, and the Sharks take the 5-4 lead. Logan Couture gets credit for it in the final analysis, his second goal of the game, and he gets his ninth goal of the season. The San Jose Sharks, the game winner from Logan Couture, 5-4. But it wasn't going to be over just yet. After all, there were still eight minutes and nine seconds left on the clock and it was the Sharks playing the St. Louis Blues, a pretty proud hockey club. As it turned out in the final minute, with goaltender Binnington pulled, the Blues pulled out all of the stops and very nearly tied the game, but Devin Dubnik was there. Feeds it over to Crew, 20 seconds to play, down into the corner to Perron. He's got O'Reilly open. There's the shot, and it's stopped by Dubnik with Shen in front. That's a huge save for Dubnik with 18.1 seconds left in the third. And so the Sharks go on to win by the score of 5-4, shots on goal in the third, 8 for St. Louis, a game total of 32, and 7 for the Sharks, a game total of 27. Penalties in the game, there were three power plays, all for St. Louis. The Sharks had four minor penalties, the Blues only had one, and the one time they got it, it was for embellishment, i.e. diving, when it was an incident between Hoffman of the Blues and Kniegeoff of the Sharks, resulting in four-on-four. Sharks win the hockey game by the score of 5-4. They are now 7-7-2 overall for 16 points, and they are 6-6-2 on the road. The St. Louis Blues fall back to 10-6-2. They still have 22 points on the season, and they are 4-4-2 at home, a stat that's a little bit of uh, of a puzzle to Blues fans and their coaching staff. Devin Dupnik, the win in Nets, is now 1-3-1. Jordan Binnington takes the loss. He is 8-4-2. That's a look at the last game against St. Louis. The Teal Report will continue from SAP Center with a look ahead to tonight's action next on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. The Hilton San Jose is the preferred hotel of the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center in San Jose. Experience something new. Close to home or from across the world, the Hilton San Jose is there for you with memorable offers and experiences. Enjoy the brand new guest rooms with luxurious Waldorf Astoria beds and upgraded amenities. We're committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivering an even cleaner stay from check-in to check-out. Visit sanjose.hilton.com now to make your reservation. We are Hilton. We are hospitality. Tonight's game between the Sharks and the Wild at SAP Center is a golden opportunity for the Sharks to move forward. But Bob Bugner says that a more healthy Minnesota team is going to present a big challenge this evening.
0: Well, you know, we just had our our, our meeting in there. We went through the game plan. I think it's a team, you know, they're playing
1: with some confidence. I think they're they're back healthy now. Um, And they just got they got depth in all their lines. I think uh, uh, from what I've seen on the board in our last game, I mean, they got Parisi playing on what you would call their third line. Um, you know, so they have a little bit of physicality. Um, you know, they got some D that jump up, and can make plays and move pucks. So, um, you know, we, ha- we have to be ready to play. And I think well, we got to stick to, you know, what how we're playing now with our identity. I think we're finding some of that. Uh, we got to be heavy in the ozone. We're, we're doing a better job of that. But, uh, um, you know, just trying to play better five on five. And I think uh, um, this will be a good contest for us tonight. Mark-Edward Vlasic says the steps forward the Sharks have been taking in recent games is due to the fact that things have been pretty simplified.
0: Well, if the play's there, we'll make it. We won't force anything. Um, But we've been cleaner in our own end um, as a team. Um, We've got to clean up the special teams a little bit more. But um, at the end of the day, it's about the wins. We're playing well enough to win some games here, and you need the two points to climb the standings.
1: A couple of lineup changes for the Sharks for tonight's contest against Minnesota. Marcus Sorensen draws back into the lineup after sitting out the last couple, and he'll play on a line with Noah Greger at center and Ryan Donato on the right wing side. That means Dylan Gambrell will be sitting out this evening. Sorensen is very excited about getting back into action.
0: Yeah, of course I'm excited. Uh, it's not fun to be in the in, the, in the stand to watch the games. Uh, you want to play 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 as much as you can, so yeah, I'm super excited.
1: As for the Minnesota Wild, they've won their last two games and are playing pretty solid hockey under head coach Dean Everson. Kevin Fiala is the red-hot hand with three goals in his last two games, but Matt Zuccarello also has a goal and two assists in his last two, and Ryan Hartman has been playing well of late with a two-game point-scoring streak. Patrick Marleau on the Sharks' side has points in consecutive games and looks for more tonight against the Wild. Don't forget to tune in for all of the exciting San Jose Sharks Audio Network broadcast. It starts at 7 o'clock Pacific time tonight. The Sharks in the Wild with our Sharks warm-up program. You can go to the Sharks plus SAP Center app, download it, and hit listen. And that's the easiest way to find us. I'm Dan Rusinowski. Thanks for joining us. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com listen.